Braves fans, it's a very cool episode, I think, of the uh, After the Checkers program with Kyle Hall. As always, I'm Kyle Hall, and the guy joining us today is the newly crowned modified national champion. I'm pretty excited to have this guy on the show, and and uh, and I think he's excited to be on it too. So, Tyler Peterson, the one, maybe less people know you as Tyler Peterson, and more people know you as one TPO. Uh, yeah, I'd say I'm called TPO more than my actual name, which is yeah, pretty cool. I enjoy yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I, we talk a lot of, about, uh, numbers being people's identity. Um, it's, it's shocking to me doing this show now where you're episode number 52. Uh, oh. and I, I, I have to have an email in order, you know, I got your email to, to send out and it's shocking, not shocking so much how many, every driver their their number is in their email like always and so oh you gotta do it it's just yeah exactly yeah it just becomes who you are your identity so (laughs) absolutely yeah so uh so my pal jonathan powers uh sort of stole my thunder right after the the superior race where you were crowned national champion we were going to talk about why what is obviously tp is tyler peterson but no one knew it though. Like what the hell's the O kind of thing. And so tell us just for the people that maybe didn't see that post where Jonathan put that on there. Tell us what, what one TPO is. So when I was younger, about, I don't know, 12, 13, I take a video camera and we went hunting and fishing. That's what we did a lot of before I was racing. And, uh, I bring a video camera, pretend I had an outdoor show. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. Like Ken Herbeck outdoors is what I stole it from. KHO. I remember watching that when I was younger. So uh, we went with my neighbor, Jim, one time. He said, we're going to start calling you TPO. I'm like, well, what's that? Well, Tyler Peterson Outdoors. So it kind of just stuck. And uh, he's been calling me that before I was racing. And we picked the number one just because I liked the number one, but we didn't want it to be a generic one. So we just right. added TPO to it. And it just stuck from there. So Tyler Peterson Outdoors. Yeah, most people wouldn't be able to guess what the O is. Yeah, for. no, I, I would have bet a thousand dollars and or like <laughs> I would have tried a thousand times and not been able to guess that. So I, I love stories like that. I, numbers are I'm a huge numbers guy. Like it means something and it by evidence of what you just said and the and everybody uses it as their identity. Everybody's got their window sticker in the back of the truck or the trailer or whatever it is kind of a thing. And I love the history behind number. It's very, very rare that somebody just, you know, picked a number. Like it's, it's, there's always a little history behind it kind of a thing. And so it's, uh, I love that. And, and it, the drivers that are just nonchalant about going from car to car to car and like whatever number was on the car when they bought it, they just leave it in there. I'm like, no, like pick a damn number kind of thing. So, right. I was, if I want to pick the number, off of like my childhood, it would have been a six for Corky Thomas because he drove for my dad. That's probably what my number would have been, but I liked one, so we went with one. Yeah. Uh, the crappy part about TPO is people like to make up what TPO stands for, like take people out. You guys are real funny. Um, <laughs> they'll they'll swap they'll, they'll swap the the T and the P and call me PTO for some reason. I don't know. Whatever. It, it doesn't make me mad. It just makes me laugh. And then. Uh, I mean, uh, Corky used to call me toilet paper optional. I'm like, come on, man. What, what are you talking about? So, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's a funny. Take people out. That's, I mean, you got to love people's creativity. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. something. Yeah. Well, you know, that old haters going to hate kind of thing. That's like, it is what it is kind of thing. So, 
it's all you know, fun. If, it's if, no big if deal. the right side of the car is scuffed up, that means you're passing. If the left side of the car is scuffed up, that means you're getting passed. So in your yeah, car is you always go. your car is always spotless. And so like there's uh there's I don't I think that's people just having fun with your initials as well. Yeah. It's all for fun. Yeah, exactly. So um I, I, I promised myself I was gonna start off with a congratulations. We uh I was fortunate enough to be maybe one of the first guys to your pit after, after you're officially, officially the national champion. Um, and it, I, I'm going to bring up a story. And if you, if you feel comfortable telling it great, if not, then we'll just move on. But you told me you were like, you got 12th place in a, in a night that you became the national champion. And it's kind of because you weren't, racing like you you told me that you were watching the battle for the lead like you like watching the battle like is that is that true it's 100 true so we've i i've been a superior once in my life up until that point and it was my first year eight or no my second year racing mods and i still sucked then and <laughs> we weren't very good that time and I was, I was dreading going to Spear. Shane's good there. Like if I had to pick someone to win, it was, it's going to be Shane. Yeah. So the whole time I'm just being pissy pants that I got a race in Superior, which Superior is an awesome facility. Racetrack's beautiful. But if you know me, that is, I'm not the best when it is glass. So I'm pouting and uh, we start 12 or no, I started what, 18th? Way deep. Yeah, you started so, yeah, way I, back, yeah. I, and then we made some adjustments that we thought would be good. And the second we took the green, I knew we were garbage. So I just sat back there and watched. I, I literally would go in the corner, just coast in there and barely get on the gas. And my head was literally turned watching Shane and Jeremy the entire race. That is no joke. The whole time I was watching them go down the back stretch, make my corner quick, get on the front stretch and just watch them. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we were getting, we weren't getting good, but continuously more and more nervous as the gap shrunk. Yes. Oh, man. I was <laughs> it was uh, there was one restart. It, it came back, but uh, Shane was in fourth at that point, and he got a good good run and got up to, like, second. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, man. And at that point, I'm like, he's going right by Jeremy. But Jeremy fended him off, and, uh, yeah, that was that was stressful riding back there in uh, 12th place. I, I can tell you that much. Literally nothing. So tell us about that day. Like you're saying, you're kind of pissy pants. Is that were – the, were the butterflies, like, beyond – like, you're literally – two point or one point it was two points at that point yeah, right ended up one point yeah it ended up one point different you you ended up with 3296 he had 3295 after 70 races together or what i mean it's just crazy mm. how tight it got um it, it, the whole weekend are you are you like throwing up nervous or are you just like i'll go do my best and it is what it is yeah i mean I'd like to say that's how I was, but I wasn't because we tried so hard all year and we were leading the last one. And I mean, it would have, it would have about killed me if I would have lost it. So, I mean, we're all competitors and we all want to win. And it was, it, it was eating at me for the last month. Like I love racing with all my heart, And the last month I almost hated racing because yeah. I had to go race places that like, I like to go race where I want to race. Right. Like if I could, I'd go race Fairbury every Saturday night, but I can't do that. But now I'm, I'm having to go to Ogilvy, which these are all great tracks. I'm not dogging them, but I'm not that good there. Shane's good there. Right. But we had to go race there. We had to go race Superior. I had to race Madison, et cetera. So yeah, that's, that's the, that was the worst part about points racing. And I mean, I'm a racer and I'm gonna say, I'm never doing that again, but come next year, if we're in the position, 
you, you better believe we're going to do it again. So yeah, it was, uh, it was stressful and I'm definitely glad it's over. Win or lose, I'm glad, I'm glad it's over. It was taking yeah, a toll on me. I would imagine. Uh, two, two races in one day. Yeah, that was a little ridiculous, <laughs> man. <laughs> Looking back on it, if the odds of, because I had to win, they gain any points. The odds of winning that were slim to none anyway, but I don't know. We put on a show on Facebook, I guess, and it was entertaining for the fans. It was so super fun. It's something I'll look back on, and um, I'll be glad we did it. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what a great memory, and and as the announcer, so rumor got out that you and Shane were going to try to do that, and it wasn't even rumor. Like we are getting ready. I, as the announcer, am getting ready, doing my prep work and that sort of stuff, and I pull up my race pass, and I'm like what the hell? Like they're signed up here. Like I know they're in Bemidji and my son who's a big race fan as well was in Bemidji that whole weekend. And I'm like, Hey, are Shane and Tyler there? And he's like, yep, yep. They're here. And I'm like, they just signed up in St. Cloud. Like they must be going to try to do both. And so it kind of got out pretty quickly. And then a lot of other people noticed it on Facebook and it exploded on Facebook I'm literally getting updates from <laughs> from Shane, from other people as to when you guys have left. Okay, they just pulled out of Bemidji, you know, so I'm announcing it to the crowd and to Dirt Race Central and people, it it became a big thing. And so, right. and then uh, and then my famous line that a, a state trooper might have just decided the national championship <laughs> when Shane gets pulled over itself. It right. was, and, it, and maybe it did, who knows? Like, I don't know like you say, to come from the back of the pack and win that race. Cause a win was the only thing that was either going to help either one of you. But at that point, you, you got to do what you got to do kind of thing, you know? So right. well, yeah, that was, was a crazy night for sure. Yeah. It was, it was fun for all of us watching. Mm -hmm. Maybe not so fun. I know you didn't even change clothes. Like you left your fire suit on the whole way down. Oh yeah. It was funny. We, so yeah, we went through tech and Bemidji and, that took a whole like 30 seconds drove to the trailer, drove straight in and hopped in the truck and we were gone in probably yeah. a minute 30. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. So, um, so switching subjects, but not, not really switching subjects, still talking about racing. Is that, are you uh, a hands-on guy? Like, are you, are you engineer enough to know if I change this in the suspension, it's going to do this. And if, are you the guy underneath the car changing stuff or are you the driver that comes in and says it needs to turn better or it's too tight or too loose and somebody else makes the adjustments? A little of both. My dad does the adjusting, but I'll come in and tell him what it means. Like if he's, if he switches a shock or a spring, I'll know what it's going to do, but he's the one right. that actually he's down there doing it. Right. Um, yeah. I'm kind of, um, lucky i i got my best friend zach he's my tire guy uh john he does our gears our fuel just helps with everything and then my dad's uh the big engineer guy who makes us fast but uh yeah we got a really solid team and uh that, that really helps this year i can tell you that much yeah every it does it like you can't i am a firm believer that you cannot be a consistent top runner without the the guys behind you like it's like the Especially like when you, like you, we always say lift the skirt. And when you look at the suspension system on a, on a, on a Wasoda modified car, I'm sure any modified car, it, 
there's 64,000 combinations that can be under there. And how do you know which one's the right one? And, and more importantly, when you go out and burn four or five hot laps and it doesn't work, like the slightest little adjustment changes everything. And oh, it's, that's crazy. It's nuts. And it like for someone to actually know, I need to like to be in the car. And like you said, I knew going into turn one that the car was garbage. For drivers to know in their head or anybody to know in your head, I need I need to move this bar to this hole or I need to put a spacer on the, the right rear that's a half inch thick or a quarter inch thick or or whatever that whatever the adjustment is. How do you how does someone know how to do that? It's just it's baffling to me. And so all right. Uh, which is why it's, I'm the announcer and not a racer. All right. It's I mean. I, I'll fully admit our first, uh, so 2015 was my first year in a mod and even into 16 and 17, we weren't that great. I mean, it's, you got, there's a lot of learning to do. Like we were pretty successful in the B mods, but that's a three link suspension. And all we, like literally all we ever did in our B mod was put a spacer in the right rear or not have a spacer in the right rear or put it in the left rear, but we didn't touch anything. We didn't do springs, right. we didn't do shocks. And then you get to the mod and it's all this stuff, you know, and, uh, yeah, it took years. We find, like we've been running this Black Widow for five years now, and every car we get, we basically run the same numbers everywhere, and we don't change anything track to track. We like it's a shock maybe, and it's just a little little bit to help. We don't right. we never wholesale, so I mean we just got a really good balanced car right now, and it's it's almost hard for us to screw it up. Like it's always pretty good. So yeah, yeah, we got that. You, going. So you basically adjust your driving to a different track versus let's change the whole car oh yeah like if we go to watertown or grand forks where there's a cushion up top or it's pretty fast and hammered down it's i just drive it harder and then if it's slick you just kind of roll through it and yeah. usually there's a little traction somewhere you can just adjust your driving style too it's driving like just experience is huge like shane is a beast like right. he's been doing this forever and you could give him a wheelbarrow and he's gonna win so it's just a lot of experience. That's, that's what I've learned. Like people ask me, well, you don't change anything. No, it's just, I've just learned how to drive certain conditions and I'm still right. learning how to be better on the slick and whatnot. So um, I'd say we've gotten a lot better than what we were years ago, but uh, there's still room for improvement, you know? Yep. For sure. For sure. So you're like you 21 wins this year. Like I think you had, uh, according to the Wasoda site, you had 69 Wasoda shows. Um, in the modified and so 88 showed because you run a late model a little bit yeah i ran donnie's car four times that was that was pretty fun too but yeah, yeah if you add the late model shows and the wow shootout in Humboldt, we had a lot of races plus we're the dome now so that's another show yeah. a lot of races. Eight, 88 so far is is what you have oh. for show. yeah <laughs> maybe maybe don't don't think about that yeah <laughs> it definitely feels like it's been 88 yes uh, and so you just brought up something that's pretty cool um, at Ogilvy last weekend, which is at the, like, this won't be shown for a couple, three weeks, but last weekend was the topless nationals. And, and uh, I think a good buddy of yours, hot Carl gets you under his big giant wing and says, we TPO to the dome. We got to get an invite. And literally four days later, you're invited to the dome. That's a guy with some freaking power on the internet. That guy is right. And so tell us your emotions. Uh, like 
I say emotions, and then we're going to circle back around to those emotions in, in, in a little bit. And so, um, tell us about like how exciting is that? You get to go down and race in the in the, the what I call it the Metrodome, but whatever the RCA dome or whatever that is down in St. Louis. Uh, yeah. So we've been I've been trying to get in that race for like three or four years now, and the first time I try to get in, or like I mean, it's they pick who they want to come in. So I right. just was on Facebook, get TPO the dome, whatever. But three years ago, I would, I was not deserving to race at the dome, like at all. It was just for fun and try again the, the next year. And then COVID happened. So we tried again this year. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say uh, I had a lot of people on Facebook with the hashtag get TPO to the dome and yeah, yeah having good old hot Carl there. That was uh, great. He, he's hilarious. I love that guy. I just yeah. actually met him for the first time in Ogilvy, uh on Friday night at the party. He, he didn't even know who I was really. And then I'm, Jen Johnson went over and said, that's TPO over there. And he came over and uh, yeah, it was great. So it was great getting to meet him, but man, I'm super excited for that. I was watching all the invites roll through on Facebook. I'm like, huh, well, it's not looking good, whatever. So on, what is it? Wednesday, Monday night, I tore my whole car apart, deck off it and everything, went outside and washed it. And I was just like, well, I guess we'll just start getting ready for whatever the next race is. And then last night, I got a notification that they posted on my wall and I, man, I flipped out. I'm not going to lie. Went in the shop, hugged my dad. I'm like, we're going to the dome, baby. Get off me. <laughs> I, was just, I was pumped. And I went inside and told my wife and my mom and my wife was pumped. My mom was happy. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I know there's a ton of people from up here going down there. And I mean, I'm pretty sure we got like, oh, 12 guys at work and over half of them are coming. So we're going to be about shut down at work for the week um it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm really looking yeah. forward to it yeah it'll be an experience like if nothing else it'll be an experience there was a lot of guys uh friends of mine that went down to bristol for the right. big dirt race down there and uh whether whether you're competitive or not at a race like that the experience of being at it is just awesome and so it is uh uh i say that i i hope that we get to do a show right after that. We'll do another show in a month if, if it, with you on it, if you win the dome race <laughs> at the same time. So uh, right. that would, that would be pretty badass. And so yep. um, uh, fr from what I've seen in the past is get ready for a, a, a rodeo. You know, it, it's, you're not going to have to worry about, you know, big, wide, slick track. That's for damn sure. Right. Well, if you just ask Don, I should just tell you it's a TPO kind of track. So, <laughs> I mean, that, to an extent it's it's a little boring that's my kind of racing i mean i'm i'm no fan of the rough stuff either but everybody's got a race on it and it's, yep. it's a lot of luck not getting tangled up and stuff and yes i think they qualify so that kind of helps you get start up front if you can qualify well so and i'm really looking forward to it um as my dad said last night it could very well be a very expensive experience um hopefully that's not the case yes. i'm not going to drive over my head trying to be superman I mean, yeah. I say that now, but if, if like I'm right behind the transfer spot, you got to go. There's something magical so. about helmets that make people stupid. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, it, it'll be a fun time. I'm really looking forward to it. So the other thing is that is anyone that was at uh, the Gondek Law Speedway, you get up, you're the national champion and the tears start coming, which is awesome. I, I am, I am not a crier myself, but I, I respect a guy that can cry and, uh, uh, and, and maybe you, like, I don't know if that's an embarrassing thing to you. It absolutely should not be. Um, 
I think it was awesome. Like it, you worked hard for 88 freaking races to, to get a goal. And, and when the goal is realized, there's some emotion to that. And so we talked about it in the pits afterwards. You said you were a wreck at your wedding. So are you, are you just that guy? Like you're like the tears are kind of always right on the surface. Uh, so from the outside, if you don't know me, I probably look like an ass and just like all the time. But, uh, like that championship obviously has been building and building and it's coming down to that. And when I, I'm not lying, when, when we took the white, I could tell Jeremy was going to win. I fucking lost it on the backstretch crying in my helmet. Don't make fun of me guys. It's just, there's not certain things in life. No. There's certain things in life, but yeah, my wedding, which I was wearing, marrying my best friend, absolutely lost it. It was, we were doing our vows, lost it. So that they're all like kind of hyping me up. Well, we can finish this. That's the first time I've ever cried that hard in my life. But, uh, yeah, on the stage in front of all the people when we won that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff that gets me. So that's I've probably cried like that twice in my life. And that was one in my wedding. So yeah, I really let her grab. That's uh, my first win ever. Like I, I ice race, like not big time whatsoever. But in the wintertime, we go plow an oval and go ice race. And, and I've been mm-hmm. doing it for 12 or 13 years or something like that my history in racing is my brother was the race car guy. I could care less about dirt track, to be honest with you. And my brother uh, who had died when he was only 20 years old, his bucket, he knew he was dying. He had cancer and his bucket list thing was to race on dirt. And, and we built a car and he got to go race for the last eight weeks of his life. He got to go race dirt track and it was awesome. And, and, and my car like we named my car, like, like on the car, there was a name and it had to do with my brother in my rookie year, maybe the fifth or sixth time I ever raced. I, I just plain out drove like the guy, the Shane Sabrasky of ice racing kind of thing, like just beat him. Like I just out drove him and, and coming out of four, there's the checkered flag. I know I can't lose this race now same experience. Like I mm-hmm. freaking just burst into tears because it, that wasn't my dream. That was my brother's dream. And, and he wasn't here to see it. And it was, so I, I, now I cleaned it all up before I got back to the pits and was high fiving and was just excited. Right. But, but, uh, cause I, 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 I'm the kind of guy that can't do it in front of people like you. Like I would right. be totally embarrassed by that. And so, uh, but there's everybody cries, man. Like that it's, I think it's, I have huge respect for you. The fact that you just let it out, man. It was awesome. So yeah, I don't, I don't like to do it, but like, I couldn't contain it. Like there was no stopping it. Yeah, so I had yeah, to like, there was... stop my interview. I'm like, hold on, give me a second here. Exactly. Then I tried again. I'm like, this is hopeless. I'm, I'm just going to keep crying. So yeah, I'm, no, I'm sure the was... bank will be a real treat too. That's what I said too at your at your trailer afterward. I'm like, man, I can't wait till November for you to get up in front of 700 of your closest racing friends and see what happens. Right. So, yeah, we're gonna have to try to keep that one a little lighthearted. Yeah, you should probably, but uh, just just know that there's 699 other people in the room that wish they were up there crying in front of everybody, getting the big tall. Truck, so. Right. Okay, so next next segment is uh, it's the myerma.com. Uh, rapid fire questions thing myerma.com go to that website all of you guys that have the big giant toter homes they all have to be dot inspected and if you get pulled over by a state trooper they're going to inspect you from top to bottom make sure every one of those lights and your brakes and all that other stuff is good 
myermit.com, they make sure that you're going to pass that test. So give them, give them a, give them a holler. So first question, we got five questions for you. And uh, first question is, is what did you want to be when you were a kid? Race car driver. I wrote it on my kinder. I wrote, wrote it on my kindergarten. Uh, we did like those. I don't know. They'd ask you questions. What do you want to be? Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? I've yeah. seen my kindergarten thing that said I want to be a race car driver. So that's badass. Living yeah. your dream, then, man. That's cool. <laughs> Too bad uh, it doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's whatever. Yeah. It, it did. You didn't write down I want to pay all my bills. You said <laughs> I want to be a race car driver. Correct. So. It was fifty percent correct. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what job would you suck at? suck at oh man give me a second i don't even i've never even thought i so i've literally worked at my job since i was like a freshman in high school so i've never even thought of having another job that's kind of hard to answer i don't know electrician i'll just say that i would suck at that yeah i think i would i'm i have a very irrational fear of electricity so i like <laughs> I, i'm careful around extension cords that aren't plugged in like i i hate electricity so uh so i'm right there with you uh Sleep clothes. What do you sleep in? Are you are you a buff guy? Or are you pajamas, old man with a with the button up shirt? Just boxers. Yep. There you go. Okay. Uh, what is the strangest thing that you've ever eaten? Oh, I am super picky, so I try to stay well away from stuff like that. But broccoli is, the, is <laughs> uh, Yeah, broccoli would be like strange if I ate it. Yeah. Um, I think I've taken a lick on one of those. Um, scorpion suckers before and then i just got like i'm like nah Freaked i'm not out. doing this yeah yeah i'm not much on that like i'm not picky per se but like weird food i am out on like right like squid and octopus like that's not i would food. never even no. attempt no yeah. way no that and it's not food like that's not i always say if, if you're hunting and you've got your animal and it's in that pile that's not food like, right. like exactly right uh, and then last question is uh what would people be surprised to know about the one tpo man these hard questions man yeah. surprised to know um it can't be that you're easy to cry because we all know that it can't be that i wanted to be a race car driver like what is God. Some little quirky, weird thing. That is so hard to even think of. I guess I don't do anything weird that I know of. You have an entire tattoo on your back. Something weird. I want a sleep tattoo. I don't have tattoos yet, but I would like to have. God, what is a weird thing about me? Um, Can you lead me on a little bit more? I I can't think (laughs) of. I'll I'll tell you the. the, I asked Shane, since you and Shane are sort of married together now in, in folklore, I asked Shane a very similar question, like, tell us a secret about Shane Sobraski. And uh, and he said, I'm getting chubby. I, I'm embarrassed to have my shirt off in public, he said. <laughs> you know, I would almost agree with that. Um, I'm That Shane's I don't, chubby? I don't t- no. <laughs> Sorry, Shane. Uh, actually, I'm I do not tan at all. So even in uh, the summer, I'm freakishly white and I, I burn like a ginger, like super red. I don't, that's kind of weird, I guess. Yeah. But I, yeah. I do not tan at all. It's that white I, or red. I am right there with you. Kyle's shirt does not like, I keep my shirt on in like, if it's, if it's like fluorescent lights, <laughs> I burn like, 
I can drive by a tanning booth and get like a little red on my one right. side. It's I am like every ginger. There is no tan. I am white or red, and those are the <laughs> only two colors that I ever am. So yeah. So that's our uh, buyerman.com rapid fire questions. The last segment, and then we'll get going here, is the uh, Ryan Benjamin Edina Realty pay it forward question. So Ryan Benjamin, a huge race guy. very sort of involved in the Dan Ebert program, who, uh, Dan, another guy that you know, a guy that you're probably super thankful that races modifieds in the Wasota Championship every now and then. Um, that was <laughs> nuts. The past that made one TPO the champion. Um, and uh, so, he, and he's a, he's a phenomenal real estate guy in the Elk River, Monticello, that area down there. So if you, if you're buying or selling real estate, look up Ryan Benjamin. So, um, this whole deal here is my last guest gets to ask you a question. You're going to ask my next guest a question. My last guest was a guy by the name of Greg Parent. Do you know Greg? Yeah. Yeah. GRP. Yes. GRP. Yep. yep. GRP Motorsports. And so his question for you was, and you've kind of already answered it without being asked is, would you do it again? Would you, would you, are you going to start 2022 going full balls to the walls after the national championship? No, absolutely no. not. I, I, even this year, up until like the end of July, that what the mindset was not to win a national championship. I was focused on the RV tour and okay. that's kind of the extent of it. I mean, I was like looking at the points, but it wasn't like, holy cow, we gotta go race. But at the end of July, that's kind of when that started. But I didn't enter this year because uh, our first race was April in, in Ogilvy and we yeah. got eighth. I'm like, well, it's a good start to the year, I suppose. <laughs> um, but we just progressively got better and started clicking off some wins and it just kind of fell in place, but it was just super tight. So I I would do it again in a different way. Like this coming year, I'd maybe race a little more at the beginning of the year. So I don't have to pound all these shows out at the end of the year. Right. Cause um, I like going to the lake with my wife and I got to keep her happy. So I, I got to go to the lake on Saturdays and I don't want to have to take up the summer race right. all these Saturdays Racing. again. So like, like I said earlier, I, I, I want to enjoy racing. Like I, I love racing, but I don't want to have to go race at the end of the year. Like we did right. this year. Yeah. I would run for a national championship again in a different way. Yes. Just, but, just playing it more than sort yeah. of accidentally falling into it at the end of the year kind of thing. Right. That yep. won't, it won't be the goal starting next year though. I want to, there's, um, so obviously the domes UMP rolls and we went to Illinois last year and raced part of the hell tour. And I want to go do that again. Cause that was a blast an absolute blast but like this summer i couldn't afford to go do it so or not not afford money wise but like points wise i couldn't afford to leave to for leave. a week and go race right. ump yeah so yeah i want to have some more fun next year and we'll just see how the points end up but it'll be awesome. like our weekly fergus and watertown and see what happens yep yep awesome so uh so the last thing is uh you get to ask my next guest a question my next guest is frank zuli who is the the Zuli race engines. I don't know what engines you run. Um, and we're, I'm going to find, I don't even know that he makes modified engines to be honest with you. We're going to find out that's part of the interview with him. It's one of my questions is what classes do you make engines for? But he's an engine builder. Um, and so what would your question for engine builder, Frank Zuli be? Uh, how about what's the biggest motor you've ever built? Ooh, like horsepower wise, displacement wise? Horsepower and torque. Okay. See what he's got. Biggest 
HP and Torque. Foot pads and HP. I like that. That's a good question. He'll I bet yeah. he'll like that because it's I would imagine just like anybody, bigger is better when you're an engine builder kind of a thing. So <laughs> yeah. that it'll be that's a great question. So well, TPO, I appreciate you taking uh, 32 minutes of your time. Uh, I know you're a busy guy. You got to go home and get an entire body on your car and get it ready to go to St. Louis, which is awesome. Yep. Uh, congratulations on being the national champion. I look forward to uh, I look forward to the flawless uh, speech November 13th. Thank you. I really appreciate you. And thanks for having me on. Let's do it again sometime. I for sure absolutely will do. About this time next year, maybe. Or maybe in, in like four weeks after you've won the, the dome race. That'll be pretty exciting. Exactly. We'll see. So sounds great. And I appreciate you and uh, uh, congratulations on your accomplishments. Thank you. You bet.